Hey everyone, G-Rod here from Rant with Ant and the G-Rod Show. I am also the writer, director, and producer of The Fans, a unique tell-all documentary about you, the professional wrestling fan. I'm excited to bring this project to life, and I'm asking you to be a part of this amazing, amazing project. I'm not asking for money. I'm asking you, the pro wrestling fan, to film yourself, to tell your story on why you love professional wrestling. So go to thefansmovie.com for more information and sign up so you can be a part of this amazing project. You can also follow us on Twitter at thefansmovie. Again, go to thefansmovie.com to sign up and for more information about how you can be part of the fans documentary. Thank you so much and keep on listening. Here we go. You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. Yay! Yeah! What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I am back once again with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, before I get started, I'd like to thank you, the listener, the one who comes back every week and listens to my podcast or however you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening for the first time, well, you're in for a treat. Well, a, a, a morsel, if you would. Um, this is episode 40. And for those of you who are maybe new listeners or just coming into uh, the podcast late on in the episodes, um, every 10 episodes, I do a solo podcast. So I won't have any guests or anything like that. You'll hear some voicemails and all kind of other things, but these uh, episodes are, you know, a little special to me because I did not expect to be doing this for so long. I had to correct myself because I think in the last episode with uh, Overdose, I said I've been podcasting for six months. That is wrong, 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 wrong. Is uh, I started in January, I think January 16th. So that would make this just shy of nine months. I'm, I'm coming to term. This is almost a full pregnancy. I'm about to birth some stuff. Birth, you know, got to put that southern vernacular on there. Or slang, if you will, baby. I mean, here's sounding like Dusty Rhodes, baby. <laughs> anyway, um, it's pretty much a progress report on um, what I feel about podcasting so far um, from episode one all the way up to now, which is episode 40. Do you know what that means? I think I said this um, on episode 30 for 40 weeks consistently. I've been doing this podcast 40 weeks. So every week I've edited and posted a new episode consistently for 40 weeks. That's almost a year. It's crazy. Time is flying so fast. And I feel that I have come so far in the, the podcast world. Um, I still feel good about it. Uh, um, being retired now, I found um, a better way to kind of fit it in the schedule with everything. Because um, what I try not to do 
is um since the kids are in school and the wife is at work and I'm just at home left to my own devices when I ain't running around town and everything. Um, I try to do the podcast while everybody is gone. One is uh, less distractions. And uh, two, it doesn't really interfere with um anything that we might have planned uh, family wise. So if the kids uh want to bother me, they won't be bothering me while I'm doing a podcast and, you know, getting in on my shit. But um, at the same time, I know everybody out there in the world doesn't have a lact, a lact, a lactose intolerance to milk, <laughs> a laxed schedule like myself and um, people that have been reaching out to to have on the show and everything. I try to get them in my time slot. I got hours of operation, baby. Uh, I try to work from um, 9 a.m. to uh, 2 p.m. Central Houston time. That way um, I have plenty of time to do the podcast and we can talk and I can be as loud as I want in this motherfucker and cuss and shit. And nobody's around to um, come in here and stare at me awkwardly or cuss at me because I'm cussing so motherfucking loud. So, yeah, I mean, it it works out. I, I mean, I really enjoy, you know, having the peace and quiet and everything and with the baby around if i know if i'm podcasting with the baby around i'm telling i'm miming over there like i got my finger over my lip i'm telling her to shush and all kind of shit like that so it don't pick up on the recording and she just can't help it (laughs) she's just like she gotta be in here when i'm recording she always asks when i'm recording because she want to damn get on the track and spit some hot flows and stuff like that but um it's it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh I've been reaching out to more people. Um I'm trying to I got a circle of people, I guess, that I damn I chat with on a regular basis in the podcast world, like Sean from Horribly Awkward, Matthew over there on the Passes By podcast, you know, uh and a couple others over there, uh, Alex and Zach from um Is Anyone There? There, there podcast. Arlie from the goddamn Random Chatterings podcast, and it's a whole bunch of people that I, you know, I chat with or I mention in my tweets and stuff when I'm twittering, and um, I'm trying to get out beyond that circle. Not that it's not great to have those guys on the podcast or be on their podcast because it's fucking fun, but I don't want to have that to be a recurring thing all the time or whatever. I mean, if it's a group of us or if it's um, I'm on that show again in a group podcast. I mean, that's cool because it's different people and is um, you get different results when you mix it up that way. So I'm not opposed to any of that. I mean, fuck it. I mean, I really don't care. You know, if they wanted to come back on and do the podcast again, I mean, I don't care. I mean, that's what this is for, for us to talk and conversate and do all kind of shit like that. But I don't want it to be them all the time. I'm trying to reach out into people that's outside of my comfort zone, like with Sean and Arlie and all these other people that I mentioned before, I feel comfortable with them and I could talk to them all the time, but I want to, you know, get out of that little bubble of people and, you know, start reaching into um, other random, random people and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, If you've been keeping up with me on Instagram or if you've been, Damn, hearing me talk 
at random on Twitter. I do many Twitter videos every now and then, but I got an IMDb page. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you how it come about. You know, I was on IMDb, which I'm often am, you know, just looking at uh, movie trailers and stuff like that. Just, you know, just like anybody else would use IMDb for. Because me and my wife have got this thing to where we watch so many movies. But me, personally, I can't remember motherfuckers' names or whatever. I, I recognize them in the face. I mean, it's true to real life. It's not just with celebrities. It's just with people in general. If I don't see you on a constant basis, I, I forget your fucking name. Or if I don't talk to you on a constant basis, I forget your fucking name. But I know who you are. I, I remember your face and shit like that. So we be watching movies or we talking about something else. And I'd be like, hey, that's that guy from that one movie and shit like that. And I'd be like, I can't remember his fucking name. I get on IMDb and I look up his name. I say, oh, okay, that's that guy. His name is such and such and things and stuff and blah, blah, blah. So I was on IMDb doing just that, the things and does and the blahs and blahs. And they had the little advertisement banner saying that you can get a 14-day free trial of IMDb Pro. And with IMDb Pro, um, it gives you a little more insights on the insides of the behind the scenes stuff with the movies and things like that. So with an IMDb Pro account, you can go uh, look up a movie, let's just say like a Ghostbusters, the new one, the reboot or the revamp or whatever the fuck. And um, you can go to see details about the movie you can um get contact information for the production company that uh produced the movie you can um get like numbers on it like it'll tell you what the budget for the movie was and then what it grossed opening weekend and grossed so far since its release you get all kind of inside tidbits like that also with um imdb pro you get a profile you can put your information on imdb so people can search you and um, see what you've done and your pictures and whatever the fuck else that you put on your IMDb account. So I was just in it purely for the trial. I didn't uh, think of um, how it could apply to my podcast or anything like that. So I did um, freaking trial and everything. And I'm just digging through um, IMDb Pro. And um, I'm seeing all this stuff, just like I told you, the, the grossings for the movies, um, all these phone numbers and everything like that. So the first thing I did is um, since I am a Blade fan, the fan I'm a fan of the movie Blade. Um, we had this ongoing debate on Twitter with um, a couple of different uh, movie podcasts like uh, the Storybreakers podcast. The Countdown Movies Podcast, um, Comic Book Noobs Podcast, and just a whole bunch of different um, podcasts. And we was talking about um, a remake for Blade or, you know, how would you go about it? Would you damn uh, uh, Wesley Snipes reprise his role or would you damn get a new guy? To do it, would you do it as another continuation of the movie or would you do a Netflix series and all kind of stuff like that? So we heavily debated this on Twitter a lot. And since I'm being the fan of Blade that I am, 
I would like to see Wesley Snipes reprise his role and um, do a continuation of his franchise and kind of redeem it from Blade 3. Because, I mean, I don't think it should go out like that. I mean, he, he could do better. But um, at the same time, um, there was action about a recast. And my nomination was Maurice Crump. He's uh was in the Protector 2, opposite of Tony Ja. He um the first time I seen him was in a movie called The Wrong Side of Town, which starred wrestling star, star starred. And he does a five-star frog splash. RVD Rob Van Dam. He was in the movie, which <laughs> kind of intrigued me. It kind of drew me into wanting to watch this movie because if you are a professional wrestling fan and you know who RVD is. He's a mellow dude. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of range from what we saw on uh, professional wrestling. I mean, but he kicked ass in the ring. So I was very interested to see what he would uh, give as far as an acting performance in this movie. So that's what made me want to watch it. Also, Dave Bautista was in it. And for some fucking reason, Tony, uh, I would say Tony Ja. Ja Rule. Ja. Where is Ja? He was in the motherfucking movie and got shot in the face, which was great, I guess. But um, they had a fight scene toward the end of the movie where we were introduced, well, where I was introduced to Maurice Crump in his fighting style. And uh, when I seen this guy, I seen him in this movie and I seen him in The Protector 2, I was sold on this dude. I was like, oh, this this dude got some potential. And then, you know, I've been kind of stuck on him. I've seen some of his YouTube videos and some of his Instagram things and whatnot. His uh, little demo reel, his uh, stuff like that of his uh, martial arts skills and his stunt stuff. And I was like, man, if anybody could replace Wesley Snipes in the Blade role, it would be Maurice Crump. That's just my humble opinion. Because the dude is great. And um, the way his uh, style is, is um, indicative to the Blade character. I mean, I believe they match up very well. He ain't no motherfucking sticky fingers. And <laughs> motherfucking sticky fingers. Cockeyed sticky fingers was Blade, damn it. <sighs> Don't get me started on that. If you want to dive a little bit into that, as a part of IMDb Pro, when you're setting up a profile... You are obligated to do one review and uh, favorite a movie or some shit like that. So obviously, I favored it. Br- uh, Braid. I favored it. Blade. And um, I wrote a review on Blade. So if you want to see how I feel about it and uh, my thoughts and insights on that, you can go to randomrobcast.com and go to the blog section. And um, the article is there that I typed up. In which I don't type up things often. So there's probably a lot of grammatical. I can't even say the word errors. And I I don't know. I, I have trouble conveying my thoughts out loud into a recorder from my brain. And just imagine how the shit is from my brain to a fucking a Microsoft document or some shit like that. Typing stuff out is, is no good. No bueno. Um, I like pie running out of breath. I forgot what I was even talking about. Oh, IMDb Pro. So anyway, I, I fucked around. I did all the, I hit all the wickets and everything. And I was just like, fuck it. Um, I had no intentions on being in the movie or anything like that. I just fuck it. I just, it's part of the service. It's only a trial. I'll make a motherfucking profile. I'm rhyming again. This is fuck freestyle. Dylon, 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 Dylon. Spit hot fire. 
So I made the profile and everything. And if you look me up, it's under B Rob. That's my IMDb DB profile. And it's just me with my bald face and bald head with my um, Travelocity gnome. <laughs> and I threw a couple of other pictures on there. You know, just mostly shit from my Instagram or whatever. I even got my Walmart log a video of, you know, Instagram compilation on there as my freaking highlight reel, my, uh, my movie reel and shit. <laughs> I mean, I did it merely as a fucking joke, but, um, like I said, with IMDb pro, I got, God damn, I can't say it with the um, pro membership. You have access to all these people. Now I, I looked up Maurice Crump and it had direct, uh, contact information. It wasn't like, uh, his damn casting company or agency or anything like that, like a lot of the other people have. It was like to him directly. So I, shot, I typed up an email and I asked him to be on the show. I haven't heard nothing from him. That was like months ago. But, you know, it's to be expected. I mean, who the fuck am I? I'm just a guy talking randomly into a microphone about nonsense and stuff like that. Um, He followed me on Twitter, which is weird. I even sent him a direct message on Twitter. I haven't heard nothing back, but like I said, who am I? And at the same time, if dude is out there in Hollywood, he's doing his thing. He got a website. He uh, promoting his uh, own brand and doing his own thing, making his own movies, got his own stunt crew and team. So, I mean, the dude is busy. He might even not even check his emails. My shit might've went to spam. Man, who knows? But I put it out there. You know, and I just know knowing that I was able to do that. I mean, it was pretty cool to me. And that was a experience experience. Uh, what else? I mean, just podcasts. Uh, <laughs> I'm just man, I'm just like rambling in circles right now. I just finished recording with uh, Ralph Nervous and he sung me a song. I felt like a damsel and shit like in the high tower. And he was serenading me with his words and things like that, uh, promoting his EP, The Lone Wolf, which um, that podcast will be out sometime after this. I got so many podcasts recorded already. I just got to chop them up, edit them and put them out to the world, um, which I find is pretty cool. And, you know, it gives me a stockpile of uh, stuff to pick and choose from. And uh, it, it is um, better than trying to do it week to week, because at the same time, you know, if people's schedules change and everything and you know i got stuff to do i got kids and a wife and all kind of stuff i got to cook at certain times and we may not be able to link up and having stuff already recorded in the bag is a uh, kind of helping me in that aspect so i just damn all right i know if i'm not going to be able to um, get somebody on this week i could just pull out my grab bag bam episode already done just gotta put my spins on it and we straight huh all right, bounce back to IMDb Pro. So I'm in IMDb Pro and I'm looking at all the features after I made my profile and everything and they got castings. So I look up there and it shows you everywhere that like movie production studios and everything, they post all these listings for um, actors that they want or even crew and stuff like that, stuntmen, all that stuff. So I'm just looking around. I was like, oh, this is cool. And these are places that's like far from me. I'm in Houston, Texas and they got shit in like Los Angeles, New York, all kind of things like that. And just for the fuck of it, uh, I typed in Houston and this movie popped up. It's called 
Who Lives Last? And it was cast in here in Houston, Texas, which is no lie. The place is not even it's less than five miles down the road from my house. So I was like, what? And um, immediately I'm looking through seeing um, what they looking for as far as a uh, cast members and things like that. And um, they had spots for extras because it's a zombie movie. You're going to need a lot of zombies and stuff like that. So I was like, bet this is my in. I'm doing this. I'm going to be a motherfucking zombie and shit. So um, I looked up the date and um, it said this day at this time. So I showed up and <laughs> it, just, it was just so conveniently like the show times, like they wanted people to be there was from 12 p.m to like 7 p.m. at night. And I was like, hey, that's perfect. You know, I don't have to go pick up no kids till like 3.15 or anything like that. And um, I was like, awesome. So I show up at uh, 12 o'clock on the dot. I go up to the door. It's locked. Nobody's in there. And there's a sign on the window that says, hey, it's been pushed back to like 3 p.m. Uh, to 7 p.m. So I was like, fuck. I'm not going to be able to do it because I got to go pick up the kids and, you know, do dinner and all kind of things like that. So I got put off on it and I would uh, track the website. They would change up the dates uh, when they were doing other auditions and everything. And what was weird about it is like they had contact numbers on there for you can call people directly. So after I missed the first initial um, casting call. I damn. I call every now and then because they didn't update the website right away of when they was doing other casting calls and things like that. Cause the movie is supposed to shoot like way out in like summertime or whatever. And, um, so I called the number and a foreigner answered the phone and I asked, I was like, Hey, um, y'all need any more extras from the movie? And he was like, no, we don't need no extras and hung up the phone. <laughs> I was like, Hmm. Well, that was weird. So there was another number attached. I called the other number and um, I got a voicemail, left a voicemail on the, the voicemail, 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 voicemail. And I didn't hear back. So shit, time passed. This was like months ago. They started um, doing auditions and everything. And um, I seen another pop up for it or whatever. They updated the site. They was doing some different audition dates and they had an email attached. I sent an email. And I was like, hey, you need any extras? And the lady emailed me back. She's like, yeah, we still need extras. And we still got some speaking roles and all kind of shit like that. So I was like, word, I don't care about that. I just want to be an extra. I want to be the random guy. Random. Sitting in the back of the movie, sweeping up the ground or the floor or something and staring aimlessly into the camera like a creepy creeper. So damn. I sat on it. It was the same thing again. It was just like um, we're doing auditions from this time to this time, which um, fell into the times that I was going to be uh, picking up my kids or doing some other things. So I got put off on that. And then um, most recently, I think within the last two weeks, I checked the website again just for shits and giggles. And um, it's like we're doing two last audition calls, which was September 6th. And uh, September 30th, which at the time it was already the 10th of September. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, I missed the 6th. 
So the 30th rolled around and I was like, fuck it, I'm going. I, this is, if this is going to be the last casting call for it. And, you know, I just want to go there. I'm going to show up and, you know, whatever happens, happens. Cause I mean, I just want to, I just want to do the experience. I just want the experience of going to a casting call, seeing what it's like and shit like that. <laughs> so I go. And um, there's like five or six other people already in there, which they had one guy. He came out the back. I guess he was auditioning or whatever the fuck he was doing. But he fit the old school military mold. He had the damn buzz cut. He was an older gentleman. So all his buzz cut hair was gray. That sounds weird to say. Rhyming again. There I go. Hip hop anonymous. And um, he had a sleeveless uh, American flag white t-shirt on he had cut off blue jeans above the knee and he had these long tall ass black combat boots on and he was just like he had like a rasp to his voice and I was just like if you were applying for the military person role or soldier you fit that mode but this outfit that you got on is just like uh uh (laughs) <laughs> you look like a village person you look like one of the village people all he needed was a motherfucking hard hat and he can be like yo man blah, 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 blah. I said yo man can I sniff your butt that's how they because they get they they gay I'm sorry if I offended any gay people but I'm sitting there I'm looking at these cast of characters just sitting in the little lobby waiting they had some young girls in there Um, like they had a young girl and she was like eight or nine years old then they had um another girl who was 14 and then they had another lady that was in there and we was just all sitting there it was getting late it was getting close to the seven o'clock hour which uh, was the cutoff for the auditions so me this one other lady and um the 14 year old girl and her mother who was in the lobby the lady came out and was like he gonna take all y'all back there at once sound like a porno boom takes all at once boom so we all back there and dude is telling us what he's looking for um the 14 year old girl go up there she do her thing the other girl go up there she do her thing and me it's this one-on-one me and the motherfucking director well i'm in the room with the dude and uh i didn't bring the lines Cause like I didn't give a fuck about the lines. I just wanted to be a motherfucking extra. I'm gonna be a zombie. I'm gonna run around and do some crazy shit, right? So it's me and the director, one on one, just me and him in office. His damn secretary left. The lights off in the lobby. It's getting scared. It's turning into a zombie movie already. <laughs> and I just sit down. I introduce myself, and I'm like, "Hey, dog." He's like, "You got any?" He was like, "You got any of the sides or the lines or whatever you was gonna read?" It's like, "Hey, hey, hey." Check it out. I ain't trying to go into my life story or whatever, but I'm retired military and everything like that. And, you know, this is kind of like a bucket list thing for me. And the only thing I really I'm really interested in is being an extra or maybe even a crew member or something like that. I can help you work the camera and all kind of shit like that. He's like, oh, really? He's like, do you have any cameras or whatever? Because, I mean, this is like low budget movie. (laughs) So, like, when I'm filling out the application for this movie, they're asking, uh, what can I bring to the movie to help them make the movie? Like, cameras and wardrobe and shit like that. So, I told them I had the cameras. I told them I was in the military for however long, like 16 years or whatever. 
and the Marine Corps had uh, some old uniforms and all kind of shit like that. And he was like, Oh, word, word. And he just like scribbling all over my, um, my application and everything, making notes. And I was like, Hey man, I got an IMDB too. He's like, Oh really? And so he's making notes of that. That's like, Hey, I do a podcast. He's like, Oh word, do a podcast. And you know, you're making notes on my application and everything. He's like, Hey, and then I had my veterans hat on. Cause you know, that's one of the only hats I wear. And I take, he's like, Hey, uh, all right, let me take your hat off real quick. I say, like, I ain't got no hair up here. He's like, all right, cool. And I got a birthmark on the right side of my dome piece. And it looked like, you know, I got teased about it when I was a baby, when I was younger in school and everything. And said, I got burnt on the head and I saw all kind of crazy shit. I got teased about it, but he seen that. He's like, Oh, what is that? And I was like, that's my birthmark or whatever. He said, Oh, it looks kind of cool. He said, it looks like a, um, a wound or something like that or whatever. He's like, man, you make a good soldier in my movie. He's like, I tell you what, um, I'm going to give you the lines here. I'm going to give you a night to practice and everything. You come back tomorrow. We go with the line readings or whatever. And I see if I can get you in this movie. I was like, what? That's what's up. So the next night, next night I go home and I tell my wife about it and uh, practice a little bit. It wasn't a lot of lines. It was just like a, <laughs> it was a back and forth dialogue or whatever. It was just like we were surrounded by zombies and I'm instructing the troops to get a, you know, back to back and prepare to fire and defend ourselves and shit like that. So it wasn't, the lines wasn't extensive. It wasn't a heavy dialogue. It was just me screaming and shit, which I did. And, um, <laughs> It's like in the dialogue notes or whatever. It's just like the, the soldiers are back to back, you know, surrounded by zombies and shit like that. So when we doing the acting, cause I'm on camera at this point, like he got his little, you know, the screening camera on me, you know, so he can have it for file. I got my back toward the camera. Like we really back to back in this bitch. I'm getting into the role or whatever. I'm, I'm yelling and all kind of crazy shit like that. <laughs> Made a damn fool of myself is what I did. So you get through that or whatever and he was telling me more about the movie and he want me to come back on tuesday and do a dress rehearsal and take some pictures and shit so i got that going on then on the 23rd there's something else supposed to be going on they want me there for that and on the 30th this will be recording some uh zombie stuff so i'll be there for all those processes and things like that so, I mean, there's some other behind the scenes stuff that we spoke about or whatever that I'm not going to air out until like I'm completely done, you know, doing whatever work I'm be doing with them. If any work is going to happen at all, because I mean, like I said, I'm not going to divulge some of the behind the scenes stuff until I'm like done with them. If it's the thumbs up, if I'm going to actually be working for them, I'll say whatever after the fact. But if I get the thumbs down, like I'm not going to be working with them then I tell you all what the fuck was going on. I don't give a fuck. I didn't sign no paperwork. There's no NDAs, none of that shit. Ha 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 motherfuckers. But all this kind of spawned from, um, podcasting and also to an extent me getting out of the military. Cause I mean, these are things that I always wanted to do, I guess not, not, particularly the podcast but like maybe i mean who had a dreamed about being in a movie at some capacity at some point in their life so i was just like this would be a cool experience i can tell my kids and my grandkids and all kind of shit like that 
So yeah, it's me reaching out, trying to branch out into other things and do stuff. Um, speaking of branching out and doing other things, I'm trying to produce some video content outside of the podcast. Uh, you you might've seen me talk about it a little bit on Instagram, but I'm, I'm still working on it. I'm trying to, you know, get, get the odds and ends together as far as like little logos and how to animate things and stuff like that. Um, shout outs to the mixed feelings podcast for giving me some links and some tutorials and some tips on what to do and what to use and stuff like that. I'm very appreciative of them for doing such. They're one of my many inspirations into doing the video thing. (laughs) So that's cool. And, um, every week, I mean, I just look forward to doing this. I also look forward to meeting new people in the podcast world. I found out there's a couple of Houston podcasters around me. I forget the names of the podcast. I just seen it in their geo tags and whatnot. And I reached out to one of them via email, which I'm starting to think is like not a viable medium anymore because I mean, other than bills and all kind of other stuff like that, I barely use my email unless, you know, people sending me stuff for the podcast and shit like that. So, I mean, it's weird. I don't know. Cause I sent them an email talking about, Hey, I'm here. And if you're looking to do some podcast stuff, that'd be cool. Cause we both local to Houston, but never heard nothing back. Send a email to Maurice Crump. Never heard back. <laughs> I sent an email to Roxy Reynolds. Never heard back. <laughs> I don't know. She probably fucking somewhere. She is a porn star. So whatever, you know, but through IMDb, I'm going to probably reach out to a couple of, you know, I mean, I ain't trying to get out there to what, what's, what's Sean from horribly awkward. His, uh, favorite, his movie crush, uh, Kristen wig and nothing like that. I ain't trying to reach out to none of them. I'm reaching out to those people who got direct contacts and their uh, information. Cause like a lot of the big name actors, I just looked up stuff just to see what they had in there. As far as contact information, it goes through a production company or agent or some shit like that. I ain't really trying to deal with nobody else. I'm trying to deal with the person because that's the, who I'm going to have on the podcast, not the fucking agent or whatever the hell else. So I look for the people who have direct contact information. <laughs> so, yeah, I got an issue I need to address. Uh, it was sent to me via voicemail. From Jody B, that motherfucker. Um, he had a question about a bidet, and he wanted my thoughts on it. So I'm gonna let you hear his voicemail real quick. What up, Ryan? It's Jody B. Hey, man, I got some random shit for you. Anyway, last night me and my buddy are sitting around talking, and I have some bathroom questions that maybe I want to get your opinion on. But number one. The bidet. I don't know if you've ever experienced one of these things, but basically it's a toilet with a shower head in it to spray your asshole off with. And I've always been concerned with the temperature of the water when it first comes on. You know, I'd like to think that it would be heated, but that's probably not how that works. I think it's more like a kitchen sink where you have to turn the water on for a little while. And I just, I don't know, man. It seems like you wouldn't want cold water spraying your balls and asshole, so... You know, I, I think it's a cool idea, but I just don't know about cold water in that part of town. It just doesn't sound good. That led me to my other conversation with my best friend, 
And he told me his idea for a bathroom setup, and I was wanting to get your take because this is kind of a dude thing. So uh, here's, here's the deal. My best friend said that he would be okay with the idea of a room dedicated as the bathroom. It's a large stall area covered in tile with a shower head overhead and then just holes in the floor to piss and shit in. So the idea behind it is instead of having a toilet that you have to keep clean and everything else, you just come in, you fucking take a shit if you need to, and then you turn the shower on, and it just washes the whole fucking area. I think it could be a cool idea, but I'm kind of a fucking savage. So I was just curious, like, what do you think about a large shower room area to do all your bathroom needs in, and then the cleanup is relatively easy. You just turn the water on and spray that shit down with a hose. Anywho, I'm going to get back to work. But, uh, yeah, man, just uh, take it easy. Hit me up. Bye. A rather interesting query from Jody B., that motherfucker. Um, I'm speaking a little low now because it's after the 3 o'clock hour and all my kids are home. So I can't be loud and wild and crazy like I spoke about earlier. But I don't know, man. You know, there's something about just sitting on the toilet seat. I mean, it's, it's pondering time. It's, you know, if you're going to be sitting there taking a shit for a while, you know, this when life's mysteries come to a head, a turtle head, and you poop it out and stuff. But I don't know. Um, a bidet. As far as the water temperature goes, I would think it would be about room temperature or whatever. You know, I don't know how you can regulate that since it's some kind of, you know, a faucet mechanism in there, how it works. I don't know. I never use one. And um, Rick from Ice and the Face, you know, <laughs> he talks about his many toilet quirks as far as public bathrooms and all kind of stuff like that. And I think I brought up the bidet to him and he was like, you know, I guess having a public one is one thing, but still, I mean, having a private one in your home, all right, you, you go, I think it would be more of a hassle to have a bidet because you're going to sit there, you're going to take a shit, then you're going to get your ass, uh, turds and crust and all that shit blown out of your ass by this high pressure faucet. And then all those crumbs are not just going to dissipate, uh, into the water and disappear forever. They're just going to crust and drip and fall out of your ass parts into the toilet area then you're going to have to clean all that out. And I think that might be a more of a hassle. Then we got to get into the other portion of it to where you got to maintain an extra piece of your toilet. Now you got a, the faucet, the fittings and all this other bullshit. And then uh, so much And me personally, when I take a poop, you know, I can't never just go take a poop. I got to take a piss too. So what normally happened to me now that I'm older and I'm more conscious of germs and all kind of shit like that. You know, when you was little, you go take a shit. You take a piss at the same time. And then um, what would happen since you're sitting on the toilet, you would pinch one off. It was a short one. It would splash in the water. And then that water would then in turn splash on your asshole, which is kind of like the poor man's bidet. But at the same time, you got to think about it. Most people take a piss when they take a shit. So you peeing in that water. 
So when you pinch the turd off, the turd is going to drop into that water and splash piss juice in your butt cheeks. It's pretty nasty. <laughs> so what I find myself doing is if I had to take a poop, I piss. And then I courtesy flush that pee water down. And then damn, then I take a poop. That's how I usually take care of that. So I don't get no pee juice water on my butthole. But at the same time, when you do have those poops, you know, I'm just thinking back in my past. When you, the turd hit the water and the water hit your butt. When you get up to go wipe, it's uh, cleaner than it would be if the water had not hit your ass. So I guess in the sense of having a bidet, I guess that would be a good thing. It'd be less wiping, less toilet paper usage and stuff like that. But ugh, it's still kind of nasty. I don't have water splashing all in your booty parts. And this idea for the motherfucking shower room with holes in the ground and you just walk in. I mean, you need some kind of support. You're just going to stand there and shit standing up. <laughs> or are you going to stand there and spread your feet <laughs> with a little more than shoulder width apart and just let it plop down? And shit, you, the turd going to rub up against the back of your ball sack, homeboy. And it's, it's, that's not cool. And then, I don't know, because I mean, it, it's once again, it seems like it's a little too much work because all right you're gonna have to go to a specific point in there to where the shower head is going to be able to spray the poop down and you're gonna have to have a high pressure nozzle or something to spray that poop down in the hole and i don't know there's too much semantics (laughs) so i'm i'm opposed to the idea i'm a traditional guy i would like a bowl somewhere i could sit and ponder thoughts and everything play um, some games on my phone, listen to some podcasts while I'm pooping or whatever, compose emails and texts. <laughs> well, not too many emails because nobody read them motherfuckers. But yeah, that's how I feel about that. Thank you, Jody B, for the voicemail and the query of the day. Now, here I am again, talking even lower because it is now 1040 p.m. Central Time. I've tried to record this podcast since what earlier this afternoon. And this is like the third portion of it. My wife then came home now. You know, I got everybody something to eat. We all ate, watched some movies and everything. Not everybody in the bed except for me. So I got to try to finish off this podcast. (laughs) Oh, man. As far as the future of this podcast, I'm looking to incorporate some uh, new and uh, random things. Random. I'm already spoke about the video content. I'm learning and trying to work on new stuff as far as that aspect of it. Also, in the podcast itself, I'm looking to incorporate uh, theme music, you know, different types. Uh, you might have heard um, some different little things that I've been trying, like, um, taking my original entrance stuff and, um, just kind of modifying it a little bit to give it a different sound, you know, just try to be random. I don't want you to get hit with the same intro over and over and over again. I mean, that's the trademark of the podcast, but at the same time, I mean, I feel it can be different as long as it, um, incorporates some aspects of the original theme, which, um, I've already got some lined up that I got commissioned from some of my fellow podcasters and guests. 
um, overdose, um, which you heard on the last episode, he uh, mixed me up a intro theme. So I'm be debuting that all the new themes that I got and different entrances I'm going to use are going to be incorporated starting after this episode. So I got one from him. Uh, you might have already heard one already. Uh, Sean from the Horribly Awkward podcast. He hooked me up with a custom intro theme, which was Hot Fire, showcasing some of his rapping skills, which a lot of people didn't know he had. But he has them and they are awesome. I appreciate everything that he did for me. And I can't wait to air that. What else I got? I got Ray from the Naked Porch podcast. There's no lyrics to the intro theme, but there is some, um, some lyrical content. Is that right? Musical content. Lyrical would be words. I just said it didn't have no motherfucking words in there. I'm delirious. It's getting a little late. And, um, I got some other people that's donating to the cause. So look forward to hearing some random, random intro music. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. And Hey man, if you want to get in on it and you want to submit a random uh, intro thing. Just uh, get at me. We're going to bring emails back. We're going to make emails great again. If you want to submit some audio files to me, uh, use my email mail at randomrobcast.com. So it is mail, M-A-I-L at randomrobcast.com. Trying to be professional, use my professional email and shit. Also, what I'm going to try to do to be more professional is not hit the mic stand in my desk as much. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm learning a few different things from my fellow podcasters, such as um, my guest on episode 38, Ant, from the Rant with Ant podcast on the glorious NAI network. Um, he was telling me how he was doing this, uh, uh, you know, making the podcast rounds. He was... Uh, he contacted me and a couple of other podcasts so he can uh, get himself out there to a different set of ears and everything. So I think that's a good idea. And I'll probably try to start hoeing myself out to other podcasts, which um, I think that's fun. It's cool to get out into um, somebody else's uh, atmosphere, I would say. Um, and it takes a load off of you because all you have to do is show up on time, uh, be there for the Skype call. You ain't got to record nothing. You ain't got to edit. You ain't got to mix. You just sit there and babble the fuck on. Shout outs to Kevin Smith. I doubt if he ever hear this shit, but give him a shout out anyway. I said his catchphrase. So I'm really trying to get on the Naked Porch Podcast. And um, I'm trying to wrangle down uh, Ice and the face there's two other podcasts that i listen to there's some great shows i almost died listening to the naked porch and um it's all good though i'm still here i'm still talking i'm still alive ray fucked up and gave me his uh personal cell phone number so i'll be texting him texting him random shit and bothering him and everything just for the fuck of it because he gave me his phone number <laughs> Oh yeah, and um, I don't know if he was ribbing me or not, but um, a couple of episodes back, he, well, like he left a random voicemail on the show, and I said it was him, but he say it wasn't him; it was somebody else. But I think it was just him doing 
a crazy voice and him trying to pawn it off on somebody else saying it wasn't him when it was really him. He's pretty much Robert Downey Jr. in a Tropic Thunder. <laughs> He's one dude playing another dude disguised as another dude or some shit like that. So anyway, in any case, somebody sent me a voicemail. I played the motherfucker and said it was somebody else. I appreciate whoever sent the voicemail originally and yay. <laughs> but there's cool people over there. I enjoy their podcast. And man, ah, it's it's I didn't think I'd be talking this long by myself. That's pretty cool. I guess I'm getting used to the flow. And I'm also like I said, it's getting late. I usually be asleep by this time or laying in the bed, tossing and turning, pretending I'm asleep. So I'm getting a little delirious. I'm probably probably gonna get a little more randomer than usual. Randomer <laughs> And just on that note alone, I think I'm a Go ahead and uh, start the sign-off process. Man, this podcasting thing has been a journey. It still is a journey. I'm still learning things. Um, I'm finally getting a handle on my equipment to a certain point. I think um, I'm figuring out what some of these buttons can do and what they can't do. So that's a thing. Um, I'm excited to have new guests on here. And it's weird because like I'm on Twitter and um, I'm getting a lot of I'm getting like a rash of verified uh, Twitter accounts that's starting to follow me or whatever. So I'm about to start reaching out to these motherfuckers and see if I can get them on the show. I mean, why not? They followed me for a reason for some kind of purpose. I mean, to get out. They don't need the numbers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're looking at their accounts, but. Shit, I'm going to reach out to him. And that's the question I'm going to ask. Why did you follow me? Maybe we can get some insight on to, you know, why they follow me. That's what the fuck I just said. Man, I'm getting getting dopey. Uh, a couple podcasts already got recorded. Future guests will consist of professional wrestler Kiefer Bartik. And that's his real name. I thought that was like his stage name. But it, he said that's his real name. So I got to believe him. Um, he's a, a professional wrestler here in Houston at the reality of wrestling. That's a, the promotion that's owned by Booker T the five time, five time, five time, five time, five time WCW world heavyweight champion, but he's really a six time champion. Cause yeah, I think he won it once in WWE, but that's not WCW, but WWE owns WCW. So I don't fucking, uh, but you get what I'm saying. So I look forward to having, his recording up on the podcast here soon. I just rapped today earlier with uh, Ralph Nervous. He is a singer. And that boy, he sung me a song on the podcast. I'm very appreciative of that. He has a, a CD out called The Lone Wolf. It's an EP. You can find that on iTunes and all those other places that you find music. So I'm looking forward to... Um, getting his episode out there. I chatted with another one of my former service mates, uh, Ren, he Jamaican. He'd be like Bomba Clyde and he dance all kind of crazy with women and he'd jump off the top ropes and fucking give them pellets, thrusts in a buttocks area and everything. You seen them crazy Jamaican dance videos and shit. Motherfuckers be doing WWE moves, but I got those 
three guests lined up to be on the show. And there's more to come. And I look forward to it. And hopefully you stick around and listen to me ramble lamba damba damn. Hey man, if you want to get a hold of me and you want to talk about wrestling stuff and uh, other general general random things, you can hit me up on Twitter at it's B Rob. That's I T S B R O B. Uh, the show has a Twitter, and you can follow the show at wait for it R R R underscore podcast. Um, that Twitter account has all the updates with the show and all the info that you need about the show and stuff and things. Also, you can go to my website, which is randomrobcast.com. And if you go down to the bottom of the homepage, I got some merchandise. I got some T-shirts, hats, bandanas that say motherfucker. So you can wear that motherfucker around your neck. You can wear that motherfucker around your face. You can wear that motherfucker around your wrist, wrist, (laughs) your wrist. However you want to wear that bandana, you can wear that motherfucker on you any kinds of way. Don't rob, don't rob a bank with it on because they're going to trace that back to me somehow. I don't uh, Anyway, but there's some merchandise down at the bottom of the homepage. If you look to the left of the merchandise, there's a book called Dark Deception. And it's written by Mrs. B-Rob, my wife. So, I mean, you can download it. It's for digital distribution. It's less than five bucks. Shit, you throw away five dollars or more on stupid shit every day. I know I do. So, I mean, send some love, Mrs. B-Rob way. I mean, all those proceeds don't go to me. They go to her. Uh, what else? Instagram. I'm on Instagram just about as much, if not more than I'm on Twitter. So hit me up on Instagram at random ramblings, W underscore Rob. And, um, if you hit the search box inside Instagram and you type in R R R P C that's, that's for random ramblings with Rob podcast. Uh, you find all my videos on all my posts. If you look for the hashtag Walmart log, in Instagram, you find all my Walmart log videos. I just walk around Walmart and say stupid shit. I get people shout outs. I do all kinds of stuff inside of Walmart. Hell, if you take that uh, triple R PC, that RRR PC hashtag and you plug it into Google, Bing, uh, what's it face, uh, whatever <laughs> search engine that you use, it'll pull up all the info about my podcast. So, yeah, you can find me any kinds of ways. Hey, and like I said, we, we're trying to make email great again. If you want to email me some stuff, some questions maybe, or anything like that, you can email me at mail at randomrobcast.com. So that's mail, M-A-I-L, at randomrobcast.com. I got a voicemail line. You heard Jody B use it. Jody B is um the number one Man, he's the champion of the voicemails. He has called the most and left the most voicemails on this podcast. So Jody B is the champion right now. So that number is 304-TALK-ROB. And if you don't know how the numerical numbers turn into alphabet letters or the alphabet letters turn into numerical numbers, that's 304-825-5762. So 
give me a call. Leave me a random voicemail. And as Alex and Zach pointed out from the Is Anyone There 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 podcast, they left me a voicemail and they complained about how long it took for the voicemail machine to pick up. It took like 43 seconds or some shit, he said. Hey, that's not my doing. That's a fucking Google Voice. That's their fault. Tell them to shorten up this shit. They know it's just a goddamn voicemail. Anyway, 40 episodes down, people. 40 episodes down. Um, It's an experience. I love doing it. I love interacting with you. Uh, best feeling in the world is for somebody to retweet one of my um, my tweets about the show. Somebody actually reaching out and saying, hey, man, I listened to your episode or your podcast, and it's pretty cool. Uh, people helping me out, giving me tips on podcasting, uh, anything that, you know, pertaining to my podcast that, you know, people sent me some feedback or any kind of interaction. I really, 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 really appreciate it. I appreciate all of you for listening. I appreciate all anybody that does anything creative for me to enjoy. All you fellow podcasters out there. Um, people that I met through the podcast as far as doing music, Zyme, goddamn Sir John Lee, Ralph Nervous, and, you know, all the musicians out there. Uh, Overdose, of course, I can't forget him. He was the first one to make me a random intro theme, which you'll hear in future episodes. Man, I appreciate all y'all for um, doing what you do, because, I mean, you put your creativeness out into the world for everyone to enjoy, and I am enjoying it right now. Um Shout outs to everybody that's making movies and ice in the face with their home bar productions. They do their awesome talk television show on YouTube. Shout outs to you for creating content for me to enjoy. Naked Porch, even though you almost killed me, I appreciate you for putting your content out there in the world. Sean, Harvey Alcover Podcast, you, my brother from another mother, we both bald headed, we both have beards. Your skin is just a couple pigments lighter than mine. <laughs> we Gene Wilder and the black guy from Blazing Saddles. I forget to do the black guy name, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Appreciate Sean from behind the scenes, you know, helping me out with everything and giving me suggestions and stuff like that. I'm going to get Christian Wig on your show. I got IMDB. I can look up the information and get a, in contact with you. Uh, shout outs to Mixed Feelings Podcast for giving me some video tips. Hopefully I can get that video content together and out to all of y'all. S. Anthony Thomas for being the podcast OG. Tony Rager for being the podcast OG, giving me tips and uh, helping me out. Even being on my show, I appreciate it. Um, Jody B., you motherfucker. <laughs> Thanks for your voicemails. You the reigning voicemail champ. Uh, Jason Martinez, always listening, always telling me that my show is good or, you know, pretending. <laughs> I don't know what you do, but I appreciate it. Shout outs to Choo Choo Stew. Just lovely individual. Always checking in on me every now and then. He was the first person to actually tell me that he is listening to my show and he appreciates what I'm doing. And he was a guest on my show. Just because he said that, I was like, hey, man, you need to be on the show. I need you to daggone kiss my ass on the show. <laughs> so I appreciate Choo Choo Stew and everybody over there at the Cave Crew Radio Podcast. Um, What else? Man, I appreciate the uh, Wrestling Junkies 
fellow uh, wrestling fans and everything like that. I uh, appreciate the 8-bit jobbers. Like I said, motherfuckers, you only put out an episode once every quarter and shit. <laughs> but I understand why, you mean? Got adult responsibilities and shit. But I appreciate you for what y'all do out there and everything. Man, who else? Chris, over there on my Facebook page. I appreciate you. you one of the main contributors to my Facebook page. You're always posting random shit and I appreciate that there's two Chris's so I'm talking about a dirt bite dirt bag or whatever your fucking screen name is I'm gonna look it up right now live as I talk to y'all who else I'm gonna think oh here it is Christopher dirty bite Morris so appreciate you man um what else what else uh Nate over there you'd like a lot of my instagram stuff we are now friends on facebook i appreciate you for all the likes and stuff like that there fist bump through cyberspace uh who else everybody man i can't i i feel bad you know well i don't feel bad i mean i just feel like i, I feel bad that i can't name everybody off the top of my fucking head and shit. I want to give everybody their due. So, I mean, Hey, everybody, everybody. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, I think I've kissed enough ass. Oh, Jupiter boys. I kiss your butts right now and shoot those nuts down your gullet. Um, yeah. All right, man, I'm done. So that's it for this edition of the random rounds with Rob podcast. Um, sh- big shout outs to Matthew. I think they smashed the fuck out of their, um, uh, passes by podcast wing challenge to feed the homeless kids. So we're going to go out on his commercial because it's still going on. And, uh, I'll see you next time. Do you like child hunger? That's right. You don't. So. If you want to fight child hunger, go to www.gofundme.com slash pbphotwings and donate some money today. All the proceeds go to the charity. And on November 12th, you get to watch the host of the Passersby podcast and Dev from Snake Oil Comics and Shot of History eat some of the hottest hot sauces known to man. Live on Facebook, help fight child hunger and watch some idiots eat some hot wings. Once more, that's www.gofundme.com slash pbphotwings.